0: It's the man's responsibility but, to guide the woman. But that's Otherwise, our, women can't see the
1: right way to go. That's based on your own Christian principle. See, I don't want to follow that principle, bro. Brothers, that's from God. No, but no, you're basing that off of what you read. No. No, no, you're basing no, that off uh-uh. the rest of what you read. So if you feel that you have to guide your woman, that's cool for you, but you Every can't tell.
0: Every i I was over well, her. But look
1: at the caliber. It's what a different caliber. We're, not, we're, 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 we're both black men, but we're on different levels. But you the whole thing is, I, woman. you don't know that, bro. You, you're trying to judge my wife. You don't even know her. You're speaking down on something you don't even you don't even know. You have never said like that. Have a conversation. i talk to your
0: wife
1: one day. Next time, you, bring your wife. She's here. A, she's here. She's riding and she's here. On the Stand up. Stand
0: up. Welcome to the Fallest Day. I am Destiny Lee Peterson. Click on the Patreon link in the description uh, to support our work. I have a very interesting show lined up for you today. I have with me B. Herc. He is an ex-con, a porn star, and the host of the YouTube channel Fresh Out. And B. Herc 916. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate the
1: opportunity, man, to sit down with you.
0: Yeah, so Fresh Out means you're just fresh out of jail.
1: Yeah, fresh out meaning like a new beginning. So, you know, getting out of prison, we used to say, like, if you've seen somebody on the streets, he was fresh out. You could tell he just got out of jail.
0: I see. And what
1: is Big Herc 916? Big Herc. Big Herc is my nickname I've had for 20-something years. Somebody gave that to me a long time ago. And 916, I use that to distinguish myself from other people who say they're Hercules or Big Herc because 916 is Sacramento. That's where I'm from. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So you live in Sacramento now?
1: No, no. I'm in L.A., but I'm from Sacramento originally.
0: Oh, okay. I was watching a portion of your, some of your films last night to get a better feel, mm-hmm. and you robbed a bank when you were very
1: young. Uh, I was 24. At it the was time.
0: interesting how that came about. You just you and your friends just decided one day.
1: It, it was a it, you know. Looking back in retrospect, the mind frame I was in at that time yeah. was such a different mind state now. So I don't even know that same person. But right. at the time, the type of path I was on was, you know, similar to what a lot of these young people are involved in. And I just had that type of uh, mentality at the time.
0: Now that you look back on the type of path, how would you describe that path?
1: Um, a path of kind of no, no direction, no, uh, really no. As far as guidance, as, as far as what I want to do in my life, just yeah. kind of floating, whatever kind of came my way, I would entertain it. I didn't have the, the you know, the conscious thought process I have now to look at different choices and decisions like I do now. That's amazing. It's amazing when you're blind and can't
0: see, and then when you do start to see reality, yeah. yeah. how things are. Were you, uh, I know, I know you were raised by your mother, but we raised by. were your father around at all? No, I never met my father, but my
1: mother and then my grandparents. So my grandparents uh-huh. had a big impacted my life. So you never met your father? No. What's it like not even meeting him? You know, it got to a point where at this time, I mean, I don't really care to meet him because I've already accomplished a lot of things and kind of defined myself. So it's not like I would really look to like, I'm like I'm lost and I'm needing some type of guidance. I've, I'm spiritually in a place where I don't really think, I, I don't feel like I need him to tell me anything at this point. So is there
0: like a part of you that's still long for him? Even though you don't need him, but
1: something in you like an emptiness that still would like to see him and know him? Uh, nothing to that extent, but looking back, I feel like that was a critical element as a, as a child because I had a stepfather. But having a father that interacts with you, I think every child needs that. There's yeah. no way that a woman can raise a young man by herself after. A certain, you need to have a man in the household. Why wasn't your father around? Um, My mom had me young. She was in high school. So they never, 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 never developed of it. So you grew up
0: in, so you grew up in Sacramento? Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. In short, what was life like in prison? Did it make you tougher, like
1: mentally, tougher, uh, physically or what? All I did was try to figure out how I got there. Oh. You know, it wasn't the bank robbery that got me there. It was the mindset. It was the energy I created that led to the choices that got me there. So what I try to do was reverse all the things I did to figure out what was the key decision that took me to that path that led to prison. And once I found that, I had an awakening. And then that's what I focused on. So every day in prison, I worked on myself. I didn't socialize with a lot of dudes. I didn't gossip. I didn't. Politics. I didn't, yeah. you know. I I worked on my spirituality. I studied the law, and I worked out. That's all I did.
0: That's all. You didn't get into those games and no. fights and all that no. kind of stuff. No,
1: I didn't involve myself with any of that stuff.
0: That's good, man. Oh, one thing I want to ask you about. You said that the day, the day that you were going to rob the bank, mm-hmm. your mother called you up mm-hmm. on the phone. Premonition. <laughs> and she's like, Hey, what you doing? Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? What did she say? And and what did she say when she found out that you were really robbing a bank that day?
1: Well, we never really had that discussion after the fact, but when she called, if I would have been in tune, that was a sign for me to not go. Yeah, that's wild. You know what I mean? She never called me that early, you know, it was out of the blue. And it was, you know, maybe an hour or less before I was about to go rob that bank. So that was a key, you know, those are little things that we get signs from the universe, but we don't see them because we're not in tune and we miss them.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you were in the eight years?
1: Uh, eight years, eight months.
0: That's amazing, man. Yeah. And you went to prison. Yeah. It took you like to the real deal.
1: Yeah, I went to, I started off at Lompoc USP. and Then I went to a Sheridan Medium and then I went to Herlong Medium. Did the time go by fast? No. It was <laughs> no. It's Groundhog Day. Well, you know when you it, it might go by fast for people who don't understand why they're there. Yeah. But when you wait, when you're awake, like Neil in The Matrix, and you see the people who are programmed and doing what they're doing, and they're just listening to the, the warden and all that, and you listen, and you see what's going on, it it, it it's, it's not every day is you're you're, you're wishing that you were out because you already know yeah. these people are just living. They're playing dominoes. They're watching TV. They're programming. I never programmed like that. I was always like, man, if I got out tomorrow, what would I do? If I got out next week, what would I do? I was always thinking about getting out. I never thought about, oh, man, I'm going to go hang out with these dudes and spread. I'm going to go over here and play dominoes and play softball. My whole focus was, okay, what if they said, okay, everybody's free. You know, What would you do? What would I do? Where would I go? I was always focused on the streets.
0: Was it hard to live like that in prison? Because I'm under the impression that if you're a pretty decent guy in prison, they try to force you. To be a part of a game or be a part of
1: something. They, it's, people get jealous. And, in, 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 you know, as far as uh, most of the conflict I had were, were other black men. Yeah. Who were, who were either somehow intimidated or uh, jealous of how I did my program. Yeah. Going to the library, reading, talking articulate, you know, studying, talking to various people from other races. You know, I had a guy who actually practically wanted to fight me because he seen me studying to try to get out early. And he told me I should just do my time like he's doing his time. <laughs> That's, That's how ignorant people are. In yeah. It. Did you get along with black and white and Hispanics in prison? Oh, everybody, everybody. And a lot of people didn't understand that. But Because I grew up on a military base, I grew up around a bunch oh. of different cultures. I, I had friends Filipino, Mexican, white, you know. It, 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 I never judged people like that. I didn't grow up in that type of mentality.
0: That's amazing. And, and so you grew up on a military base because your mother was married to a military man?
1: Yeah, yeah. Her, my stepdad at the time was in the military. Did you get along with him? Uh, no, I didn't like him. Yeah. I had
0: a stepfather. He was a really nice guy, but I preferred my real father yeah. over my stepfather. But my stepfather was a decent man. It's just that my soul would not accept it.
1: Yeah, I wanted know, my real father. Yeah, having that, I think that having that somebody that you know that you came from build you up makes a big difference in life
0: yeah um why
1: didn't your mother try to fire him for you um i know they were young when it happened well everybody knows who it is and so but there's something there's something that we've never discussed in the family it's like a elephant in the room so i don't really know the whole story and before my grandma passed she was going to tell me some stuff but i haven't really heard the whole backstory so to this day nobody's ever discussed why there has been that excommunication Really? Yeah.
0: Why don't you make them tell you? So you, you, know, can I you know, I haven't, I haven't really
1: had the urge to even go down there, and because you know, I know these people, they live in the same neighborhood. Oh. I know who they are. You know who your father' folks are? Uh, yeah. So like the people told me because we grew up. I mean, our community it was all military. Everybody knew everybody. So my mom had, you know, four four brothers two brothers, two sisters. They all went to the same school. Everybody knew everybody. So this family knew my family too. But I never got to backstory. But I used to hear from people at school because I grew up like, oh man, you know, I know you look like your dad or you look like your uncle. Man, I bet he would love to see you. I don't know, I don't really have, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll see him on the streets or something, you know, I know he knows who I am.
0: I know you're married now. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you plan to have kids, have your own family? Um, well, my wife has a stepdaughter, so she has a daughter, so I have a stepdaughter, and she's not at this time, she's beyond having kids. Oh, I so, you know, it would be something maybe in the future if we decided to do something, but at this time, I think I'm, you know, my goal is to help so many. I'm trying to help all these other kids who don't have father figures, so I feel like I'm almost like sharing my experiences to help these kids bear to deal with their situation without having a dad.
0: So, is there a part of you that will want to have your own kids too?
1: I think it'd be it'd be it would be amazing to be able to share that that uh, DNA and have the opportunity yeah. to uh, you know give all the things I've learned in life because of all the mistakes I've made and and be able to have that you know. But it's not something right now. I got other career goals I'm trying to focus on right now.
0: Why didn't you marry a woman that was
1: you know didn't have any kids not, and so you could start your own family? Well, just the universe brought my wife into my life and at the you know, you don't really you don't say, Hey, I'm gonna look for this woman, this and that. You just let like nature take its course. And so as far as the bonding, that wasn't something I really thought about at the time. It's just that you know, as far as our emotion, everything was just the right for the right person. So oh, that's yeah. why, you know, it wasn't like I was like, Well, I could go and marry somebody younger and get right. a kid. That wasn't really my main focus.
0: Oh, okay. And so you were a porn star one time, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, back in the 90s.
0: You really described it very well in your tape.
1: No regrets about that? No, I mean, you know, a lot of people, wanna, you know, pretend to be something they're not or, you know, act like they don't look at porn. Man, if you're if you don't look at porn, you're a guy, something wrong. I mean, it's just obvious. You're gonna look at a woman, <laughs> dude, you know, I look at women all I mean it's not like I stopped looking at women, you know, so when people say that and then you sit around and watch it and you judge me, well then it wouldn't work if you didn't work watch it. Yeah. So at the time I was young, I was twenty one, I had just got out of YA. I had did two years and six months in YA from eighteen to twenty one. I hadn't had any sex with any girls. And so I fantasized in there of getting out and I used to look at these magazines. And I said, man, I could be a porn star and make a lot of money. And I found out you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, I did it for a little while and it was just something that I said I was going to do. And I did. And, I, you know, I got it up my sister. How
0: many years did you do it for?
1: Um, 90, 95, 96. And then a couple years and from like 99 or 98 to 2000. And you didn't make a lot of money? It's not money like I consider a lot of money. You know, know what I what I know now about money, and you know, even after I've did it all this time, and I see where these porn star guys are now, man, them guys is broke. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about money. I'm talking about having you know 10, 20 million in your account. Ain't no porn star gonna have that kind of money. You don't, <laughs> You know, you you work for every scene. You don't get, you don't get SAG money. You not you're not getting residual income. Oh. You're not making. You know, I mean, you're not making no money. Even the girls, you make the money, they spend it, and then now everybody's broke. So, yeah. my thing is once I started seeing that picture i 'm like that 's not for me so were you doing it just for the sex rather than for the money? No, it was a co- probably a combination of, of both, but initially, I was thinking, okay, I could build it into a, a business, but i didn 't have that access to like the, the the behind the scenes stuff you know the putting together production company i didn 't know anything about that when I was right. doing it. Had I known more about that, maybe I would have thought about, oh man, creating a uh, you know, a company outside the United States, setting up a server, getting my own, you know, creating my own web channel, something like that. But I wasn't thinking on that level. And if you're not doing it at that level, it's not worth it. In your
0: video, you talked about how much you love sex mm-hmm. when you were doing the porn
1: stuff. What made you love it so much? Just like any other man loves sex. I mean, you know, when you don't have a woman in your life, when you're deprived, see, people out here, guys take women for granted. A lot of guys treat women bad, they don't understand. you know. And the thing about porn, is like, everybody, they're consensual. It's not anybody, you're not there against right. your will. Yeah. And to, for, you know, when you talk about, like, embracing a, a female, you, you know, a lot of guys don't know how to treat a woman. So for me, my personality was different, but I wasn't like, these guys, a lot of guys get into the business because they're pervs. They can't get a woman outside the industry. Yeah. You know, I had women, I I'd never had a problem having a girlfriend or picking up a woman. So I really seem like, for me, I jumped into the business, but once I realized what the business was about, it wasn't really cohesive with my personality because a lot of guys, I didn't vibe with them because they weren't my type of guys I would hang out with outside. Right. And so I just kind of dabbled in the business and it, while I was dabbling, I was doing other stuff. So it wasn't like something I really kind of totally focused on. It was, just, it was like a passing moment in my life, but I was trying to figure out what was my next move. I got you. If it wasn't for sex, would you have anything to do with a woman? What do you mean? Yeah, for, As far as uh, emotional?
0: Uh, if it wasn't for sex, would you have anything to do with a woman? It, I,
1: don't, I don't understand. Like, how. would you be with a woman? If I wasn't having sex with her? Yeah. As far as conversation, yeah. I mean, it's not like every woman, you got to sleep with them. You know what I mean? It's not like I treat women like sex objects. I've had a lot of, as far as conversation, even getting out of prison, just because it's good sex doesn't mean I'm going to marry a woman. Uh, so you got to, for me, you got to stimulate my mind. you got to have conversation. you got to be intelligent. What type of conversation would a man have with a woman that would stimulate his mind? Uh, goals. What, what, what's your future hold? It, whether or not that woman believes in your goals and your vision. Whether or not a woman says, hey, you know what? You said that you want to move into a house on the hills. You know what? Um, I'm going to check and see how much you know, it would cost for us to get a house at 2,000 square feet, You know, blah, blah, blah. A woman who puts your work in. Oh, baby, you don't have health insurance. Let me show you how to do this. Or you know, let me get you an account. And you're trying to start a business. Let me help you get your finances together. A woman who's going to put into your pot. If you're not putting into your pot, why am I investing time with you? If all you want to do is hang out and have sex all day, that ain't nothing, you can get that all day. There's a lot of hot chicks that'll give you that, but you find a woman who's going to have your back who's going to help you build a future. Yeah. Do you miss having sex with a lot of women? Nah, not really. Not really? Nah. I mean, yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not something, it's, it's just not. reckless. It is. It's, it's reckless, man. I mean, it gets you caught up. I mean, why would you, Yeah. you know, you, you, you got to have control over your, 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 your laurels. You can't just be somebody, oh, my, every time you see a woman, you oh, You know what I mean? You're, <laughs> you're just lusting. That's a guy who has no control over himself. But you would like that at one time, right? No, not really. I was never like that. I always had control. But it sounds like in your videos, it sounds like you've been having sex forever. No, I'm <laughs> saying in the porn industry, you have sex because it's scheduled. Oh, I got you. It's scheduled. When I wasn't in the porn, I wasn't out chasing women all day. I was getting money. I was hustling, so I wasn't focused every day on waking up, you know, looking at porn. That wasn't, no, if if I got a call, okay, there's a job. That was cool, but I wasn't one of those guys. I didn't, I was, I had my, I could balance myself out. It wasn't like I was to the point where every time I seen a woman, oh my God, I get, I was professional. Shake your hand, go do my thing. I'm not, I wasn't that type of dude. When you were young, were you selling drugs or something? When I was 15, I was selling crack. How did you get into that? I remember people, you
0: mentioning that
1: people around my neighborhood were hustling and I wanted to make money I wanted to have you know be able to buy things and do things so I felt like that would give me what I needed to do at that time and so are you over all that now of course of course you're elevated you're elevated and how did you
0: come become how did you get over all that and 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 I'm gonna get into the new year in a
1: minute how did you become the new year you find, such a word, you find yourself. I mean, at some point you gotta figure out your spirituality. If you don't have spirituality, then you're not ever gonna find yourself. So you're walking down the road one day and you decide, you know what, I gotta find myself. No, in prison. In oh, prison. you decided in prison. When I got locked up in the bank robbery, that was the closing chapter. That was when I felt I had an epiphany. When I was being handcuffed on a beach in Ventura, I realized that the game was over. Good man. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's a lot of talk about prison reform. And they're letting inmates out of prison and all that stuff. Is
1: there such a thing as prison reform in your mind? If you want to reform, I mean, just letting a guy out of prison doesn't mean it's going to reform anything. Yeah. It's what you're doing while you're in there. A lot of people, if you open the doors right now and said you're free, what would they do? If you've been playing dominoes, softball, gambling, shooting dope all day, what do you do? Yeah. You haven't prepared your mind. You haven't took any courses. You're not studying. You have to train yourself. It's like anything else. You can't wake up one day. I've seen people get out and they get home and they're like, oh, I'm out. So what are you gonna do? Uh, get a job application. You know, you're not yeah. prepared. A
0: lot of them end up repeating it same repeating. Because the crime they get institutionalized.
1: They been what? Institutionalized. Oh, I see. Institutionalized is when you buy in, when you do that program, and that's the biggest thing. That's the that's the, the biggest thing in prison that you have to avoid is not letting your mind buy into that program. It's just like buying into a program out here. People on the street are institutionalized. You see people all day out here, they buy into the program that's fed to them and they can't think outside of that. What do you mean by the program in prison? Program in prison is getting up, doing what they tell you to do, Going and working in there, a regular, you know, going and, and and you know, playing the game. As far as you 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 sit over here, you're gonna play this game at this time. You're gonna talk to these guys. You're gonna you know clean your buff your cell out. I never buff my floors in prison. Shine my why? This ain't mine. This is a government stuff. Yeah. I never went to prison and got a job that paid high paying. What high paying job is there in prison? <laughs> Three dollars and I mean, like you really think if you were gonna do that, you should have did that on the street. Yeah. So my whole focus was. I don't want to make, no, I don't care about prison money, I want to make money with my mind. So my whole thing was I did legal work and I studied to build myself up because I knew if I got out, the money that that made in prison wasn't going to do anything for me. It was my mind that was going to get me ahead.
0: So is it the uh, responsibility of the prison to
1: do that or the person? It should be the responsibility of the prison because they're paying all the money. If it's costing 70-something thousand dollars a year to house an inmate, why wouldn't you invest in making that person better so when they get out, they can become more productive? See, if they do that, that lessens the, the use for guards, prisons. And, and prison is an industrial complex. It makes money. They make money off recidivism. Now, if you go to Sweden and some of the Swedish countries, Danish countries, they have work release programs. They have dorm settings that's not violent. You don't, if you're violent, you want to gang bang, they go to, you go to another prison. If they had that here and people went out and got educated, people would be mad because they feel like, well, you got in trouble. Why should you get an education? Why yeah. you?" So that's why people talk all that stuff about they want reform. They really don't because now you got people, when you get out of prison, and if you're doing better than them or you're doing better than the guard, they get mad.
0: Amazing. Um, when I was growing up, they used to have the chain gang. You mm-hmm. know what it is?
1: They still have that.
0: When they work on the roads and stuff. Yeah. And... And when the prison would work on those things, they would give them bread and water and stuff. They didn't have all these color TVs and gyms and things like that. If we were to go back to that, would that make, would that cause people to be less likely to go back to prison?
1: No, that's slavery. I mean, what cost, But Isn't that nice, though? What?
0: Isn't that like nice to make them slave? No. Why would you say that? Because that would make them work and they wouldn't want
1: to go back to that. That's how it used to be. That was was implemented because these are people who, for laws that were biased towards a certain demographic individuals, they would put them in prison because most of these guys were uneducated. So most of those guys were in there for stuff that they had no, they, they had limited choices, which made them commit a crime. If you want to change a country, you want to change a system, you pump money into the community to help people who are less, less inclined, who, who don't have the opportunities in other communities so they have resources. See, if you go into Compton, South Central, go East Oakland, you go to certain parts of Sacramento, you pump money into where they have these learning centers. They have these uh, different types of media outlets where the kids can go there and learn technology and different You wouldn't have kids out there doing the other stuff because they realize, hey, man, there's opportunity. Trade schools, when they got rid of all the trade stuff in all the schools, that was a big, that was a big thing. Yeah. Welding. Um, auto mechanics, yeah, I agree with that. dude, diesel mechanics, all that stuff. So you teach a kid that, and I've, I know because kids email me all the time, hey man, I went to, I'm going to trade school, hey, yeah. I'm going in the army. Hey, so you gotta give them options. You can't, you don't wanna make people harder. See, so you try to abuse them, they make them harder and angry, they get out and they're just resentful. Why not make people get out and be happy? Why not make them culturally happy? Why not have a happy society?
0: When I was growing up, the one thing that kept black people from going to prison is that they had two parents. You know, our, That's my, true, that too. my grandfather, my grandmother, I lived with them. My father mother lived in Indiana. Um, we had family and we were taught to work. Mm-hmm. We treated people the way we would like to be treated. So I don't know anyone who went to prison or went to jail or did crime growing up at all. I didn't learn about that until I went. I grew up in Alabama. okay, And I didn't learn about that until I went to the city where the blacks was all gathered together. And they were committing a crime. And I noticed that. One of the reasons they were doing it, they didn't have two parents in their home. They were relying on the government. Which do you think worked better, to be raised by two parents or to be taught a trade in prison?
1: Raised by two parents, because yeah. you avoid prison. You don't have to go to prison to get right. a trade. Yeah. You should learn all that on the street. Having a father figure is one of the biggest things that affects young black men. 76%. If you don't have a father in the house, you likeness to go to prison. Because, see, you got to figure, There's as a male... Around the time you start having testosterone, you start gravitating towards other males so you hear other things. When you come home, your dad checks you. Yeah. Hey, man, that no knucklehead. You know, hey, you're not, come here. You know, you got to have that. That stern father figure, nowadays they say, oh, man, that's not right. I that's know, abuse. Yeah. No, you need that. Yeah. That keeps you out of prison. Going to prison is abuse.
0: I wanted to ask you, do you believe over sentences is a legitimate problem? That some people say that, especially with the black, they're getting over-sentence. They're standing there too long for minor crimes and things like that.
1: I, I totally agree. And then I, I totally agree that there, there's a, the sentence disparities for drugs, is what, you know, a guy gets caught with 20 pounds in Louisiana, he gets t- 30 years, but you let a pedophile out in five? What sense does that make? A rapist gets probation? Come on, man. But shouldn't it, the person
0: that's, um, Committed a crime think about that before they do
1: the crime. It's a non-defensive crime. There's nobody getting hurt You're buying drugs just like you're buying it from the pharmaceutical If you're buying drugs from somebody then nobody put a gun to your head I'm not saying it's right as far as it's sensitive But the drug you're not doing a
0: like crime by selling it to the person and then the person to take it
1: How it it's, a, it's only it's it. only a crime because they said it was a law But if he wouldn't registered that drug it would be legit like the big pharmaceutical companies see all it is, is They flip the game just like alcohol Alcohol used to be illegal, now they legalized it, now it's all right, and they made big business off it. So they cut it off, so now that, you know, you gotta take like a mindset of a guy in the neighborhood. Imagine if that same guy who made $100,000 a week had access to doing a legitimate business and was able to do that, that would be a threat to the system.
0: Yeah. Um, The President Trump, the great white hope, is he doing a good job with the prison reform thing,
1: you think? Oh, he's done more than anybody else. Yeah. Hey, more than anybody else, man. And this dude, he's uh, he's he's done passed some laws and did some things that opened doors and opportunities. And I'm seeing ex-felons now running for Congress I've never seen in history. Yeah, you know, I've seen guys getting pardons from crimes and you know helping people. So there is a lot of hope. And for people to put the, the label on him, oh man, this guy. So every time you see something, you throw him under the bus for being racist. Yeah. dude. Before that. He was hanging out with a lot of brothers. Sure was. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Jesse 50 Cent. all those guys. All, he, he gave Mike Tyson his first big fight at the casino. I mean, he wasn't a dude that was, you know, I mean, he was helping a lot of people. Oh, man, that's nice.
0: And so are you able to vote? Yeah. Will you be voting for the Great White Hope this time around?
1: Yeah, I won't be voting for Biden. <laughs> How do you see Biden? Oh, man, piece of work. I know. Piece of work. Crime Control Act. You know what I mean? Uh, current control bill, all, all the way back from 1978, 79. I mean, this guy's garbage, man. Yeah. He sold the country out as far as just China and, and business. Ben, that's our biggest arch right now, United States. We got to take back manufacturing, Yeah, you know? Take back our ports. We're, we're getting killed. You know what I mean? It, it, it's crushing our economy right now. And the only person who's standing up is Trump.
0: That's
1: Everybody, right. he, Trump Biden come in there, he, they're going to buy him off again. I mean, it's already, we don't already, he sold out so much of the country already. And it's like, you can't go to China and buy property.
0: That's true. Biden doesn't seem to know that he's even running for president.
1: Has no idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea. You know, he don't even know if he's, who he's married to. He said he's married to Joe Biden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, did you vote for the Great White Hope the first time around?
1: No, the first time I, I didn't vote. You know, I, I, wasn't, um, I wasn't as awake as I am now.
0: Yeah, I understand.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they're letting people out of prison, too, because of the Chinese virus.
1: Is that a good idea? It depends on who you let out. See, it, to me, it seems like almost like a catch-22, so that when people get out, and then if something happens, they're going to uh, overexploit it on the media. Oh, X yeah. fell and got out. No. See, we got to get tougher again. We gave him a chance. But you let out a piece of poop. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You're not letting out. You're not, you're not screening people. Yeah, because I saw this one story where a rapist
0: got out. And he went and in killed Virginia. his accuser or something like that. In
1: Virginia, he got out and he was on, because of the what was going on, the coronavirus, and he's supposed to be on uh, ankle monitor, and he took off, and yeah, he he murdered that girl, man. Sad situation.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And so, are you a Christian? No, I'm just spiritual, but I grew up, my family was Christian.
0: You, you're spiritual, what does that mean to be
1: spiritual? Spiritual means I believe in a higher power. You know, I believe that there, you know, there's something greater than myself and that, you know, life requires harmony in, in order to, you know, move forward. You got to have a good heart. You know, a lot of the same principles that Christianity talks about, I believe, I just believe that I'm not going to, am, I am my own temple. I'm not going to go to a church to have them be my conduit to heaven. I'm my own conduit. I don't need this guy, the preacher, to tell me he has a higher understanding of myself yeah. than I do. You, your Your relationship with God is no stronger than mine. So when you say you are how... You believe in a power, is that God? Yeah. It's God. Yeah.
0: And so you're believing in God without having to become a Christian. Yes. And why not be a Christian? It's an honor and a blessing to be a Christian. Why not say you're a Christian? It just means you're Christ-like.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's fine for people, but I'm not going to categorize myself in a box because I'm spiritual. So I can go and have just as a, a, a spiritual uh, uh, union with somebody who's a Buddhist with somebody maybe who, who might be a Muslim who's not, you know, who has the same spiritual, you know, as far as positive spiritual energy, I'm not gonna say that I'll, I'm a Christian. I'm now say that I'm tied into a particular uh, 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 limitation. And that's what everybody wants to put you in a category. Why can't you just be spiritual? Now I can see that there's, there has to be some type of uniform doctrine you follow in order to have certain beliefs so you don't hurt other people. Certain things are just moral that you're taught. But as far as just, you know, to say that I'm going to go here to this church and follow these things. Cause I've studied religion. I've studied a lot of the history and a lot of its repetitions as far as the stories, as far as the, what was said. It's all they, it's, it's things that they've built on over the years. So I take all that and just say I'm spiritual so that I can't be, so that well, I, I I have a different understanding. Well, that's a
0: category and a lot of people tend to be going towards, rather than saying that they are Christians, they are now saying that they are spiritual. Isn't that the same as uh, another category you have it, Christian, now you have spiritual people
1: muslim you have buddhists and all that so you're still part of a group right it could be it could be if you want to call it that but yeah. i'm not i'm not going to no temple to give somebody my money i'm not worshiping yeah. at somebody's i'm not paying for somebody else's rent i'm doing it i could do it at my house i can meditate at my house and find myself now it doesn't mean i won't read certain things that are relevant to what maybe somebody christian follows but i'm not going to go and support that house were you born again of God? No. You were not born of God? Yeah, I am born. I mean, as far as born of God, I came from my mother's womb.
0: No, I mean, like, when you became a spiritual person, were you born of God? How did you become spiritual? Oh, I had an
1: a, a, a out-of-body experience. I had an awakening. I had um, basically reading some books that elevated my conscience. One of the most profound books I read was uh, Conversations with God, Neil Donald Scott Walsh. When I read that book volumes one and two and three i realized that a lot of the things a lot of the questions i had um, he was able to answer and and it's just a conversation it was nothing it it broke down religion it broke down love it broke down hate it broke down race it broke down a lot of things and when i reflected on that book and meditated i felt that i became one with god god came into my life and showed me some things and a lot it protected me when i was in prison and so um do you still sin no you don't sin? I mean, sin, you live every day, but I'm not out here beating people up or anything. I try to live in harmony. I try to put, every day I put positive energy, out. whether I'm speaking on my vlogs on Big Herc 916 yeah. or Fresh Out, I'm putting positive energy. If anything, I want to see people win. I, I want to see the kid who might make a mistake make the right choice so he doesn't have to go through what I went through. Oh, I wanted to ask you
0: something about your blog. I noticed that you interview other inmates or ex-prisoners. Mm-hmm. I guess. How do you get them to talk to you?
1: Uh, They contact me.
0: Oh, they do? They
1: feel comfortable. They
0: call you up or contact, hey, I'd like to be on.
1: email me, message me, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, A lot of them seem to be doing well now. Yeah, a lot of them seem to be doing well, and 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 it's allowed me to cross a lot of racial barriers because people say, hey, man, you know, I really like what you're doing, and it's a good thing. Yeah. And I'm honest. You know, people see that. I'm transparent. I'm not somebody fake or pretentious. Yeah.
0: And in one of your videos, you said, I'm married to a white woman.
1: Are you married to a white woman? Yeah that like not like anything else the only reason i said that was because people have a tendency to try to put a stereotype on color see so when people say that and they're like oh well you know oh this is white this is black it really is it's almost like a slap in the face i just said that just because <laughs> the slap in the face it's like a it's like a satire but it's just like being married to anybody else as long as somebody has your back it doesn't matter what race man i didn't grow up looking at oh you're a white woman you're a white dude No, as friends, I didn't even know what race was until I moved to Texas as a kid and somebody called me N-word. I didn't know what that meant. Uh, So I didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up my my grandparents telling me, that's a white person on TV. I just looked at, when I watched Different Strokes, I have looked at, hey, man, he was a cool dude. Yeah. You know, I didn't judge people like that. I never did. I didn't grow up like that. Have you, but black women need good men like you to guide them. They should put the energy out there to find a good man and they'd come to him. (laughs) That's all. It's energy, man. It has nothing to do with a person forcing himself to say, hey, you know, you might find a good Asian woman. You might find a good Panamanian woman. You might find a good black woman. It's the energy you put out there. So do the black women roll their eyes at you when they see you with the white woman? Um... I mean, I don't, I don't know. We've been to some, you know, certain events where, you know, black women have rolled their eyes. But I've been to events where white people roll their eyes. Yeah. Because they see me at an event and they're like, what am I doing there? And I go everywhere. So it doesn't really bother me. You know what I mean? I'm such at a higher level that I don't even let that energy radiate on me. Do you believe racism is this? Of course. But and, you can't change it. And what is racism? It's just people who have anger, you know, towards other people and want to blame other people for their problems. So it's anger and not racism. You know, it's well, anyone who has anger, they're going to treat everybody in the it's, wrong it's way. It's a combination a of having animosity or anger for, based on skin color. So I got to ask do you, uh, so you're married, are you the head of your wife? What do you mean the head of my wife? Uh, uh,
0: the head of your wife.
1: Does she obey you? she doesn't obey me. We, does we, 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 we compromise. I mean, there's nothing. I'm not running like a, a Gestapo set up at my house. You know, we talk, we have a relationship where communication is key. If you don't communicate with your wife, you're trying to, you know, going around boss. I mean, you're not going to last long, you know, but if you want to grow. But how do you live with her if she doesn't obey? What do you mean? Oh, she doesn't have to obey. We just work together. I don't use the term obey. That's that's like a, a dictatorial, dictorial, command. But a command. woman
0: need a man to guide her.
1: I do guide her. But that's what, why she's with me. But what what happens when she all? You know
0: how sometimes women wake when you, you wake up in the morning, and the woman just mad about nothing. You like you having a sweet dreams. And she up there looking at you. Why are you so happy? How do you
1: deal My with wife your wife when the hell My comes up? My wife don't do that. I don't know what type of, what, maybe if you're, if you're married, if your wife does that, <laughs> then maybe your energy is not right. We're on it's, some spiritual time. We don't have that. Anytime we talk about it, we meditate. I see... We do, we, we do things differently than most households, so that type of conflict, like I see people who have relationships and they talk about their wife when they're not around, the wife come in, they hug them, oh baby, yeah. I don't do that. I don't talk behind my wife's back, she don't talk behind my back. I don't tell her what to do, like I'm bossing, we have a communication, we vibe. If that vibe wasn't there, if it wasn't on the same vibrational path, we wouldn't be together. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, is she older than you? Yes.
0: She's older than you? Yes. How much older? Um, like nine years. What the nine years? Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh did you ever imagine that you would marry
1: an older woman? No. Nah, I didn't even imagine I was gonna get married. Yeah. You know, initially when I, I I had a thing in my mind that I wasn't gonna get married, I was gonna get out, do my thing, you know, just have women. I wasn't gonna really be tied up or anything like that, but you know, the universe has a you know, bigger picture. So, you know, if somebody comes into your life and they show you certain characteristics that are relative to you growing as a as a spiritual being, and then that's what created that bond. But I had no idea I was going to even get married. But a nine-year-old woman is like being married to your mama. No, nah, not really. It is. It's not it's my a mom. It's son thing. I, I don't I don't sleep with my mom.
0: <laughs> you is a, you are you is you are if you with a woman that nine so, years so, older than you. So what
1: about the man? Old man sleeping with a young woman.
0: I mean I don't so, know with no, nine years no. old.
1: So what's the difference? A man
0: should have a woman at no. More than ten years younger. Based on what? Because men need to guide women, and women are very cunning, and they need the man to guide them. But you can't guide no nine-year-old no. woman, man. It sounds
1: like you had bad experience with women. How brother. you go
0: to? Uh, uh-uh. uh. It, it sounds.
1: It sounds like by you try by what you just described, you're used to whatever women you've dealt with or mm. whoever, as far as you've been brought up around the, the, the guy who's dealing with them somehow they're. They're very uh, recalcitrant, they're very uh, uh, resistant. I don't deal with women like that. I don't deal with women who give me attitude. I've never dealt with women who have any type of issues with me as a person. If there's if there's this miscellaneous arguments, I don't believe in that. See I don't need drama. I never had drama. I'm, I'm a good dude. I, I can tell. find women anything. You, know, you look like Mike I, Tyson. I would never have a problem finding a woman. Yeah. So as far as me generating energy. I'm a, I know I'm a catch, not to feed my ego because I'm not like other dudes. Right. I don't boss a woman. I don't talk down to a woman. And if anything, I'm going to elevate her to where she's going to be the best she can be. But you can't elevate a nine How do you know that? Because she's already up there. No, you, no you're, not, you're not seeing what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with age. So you're basing, you're basing life experience or age on life experience or elevation of consciousness. You could be a 70-year-old fool. But can you, uh, that's true, but can you, uh, you know that
0: order of God and Christ Christ and man, man over woman, and woman over children. But see, that's where you're, you're basing it. It's the order of God, and so it's the man's responsibility but to
1: guide the woman. But that's based Otherwise, on, women can't see the right way to go. That's basing your on Christian principles. See, I don't want so to follow that's, that principle, bro. It's God. But no, but no, you're basing that off of what you read. No. No, no, you're basing no, that off of uh-uh. the rest you read. So if you feel that you have to guide your woman, that's cool for you, but you Every can't tell me. I
0: was over well, her. But
1: look at the caliber, it's what a different caliber. We're, not, we're, 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 we're both black men, but we're on different levels. So what your level is, I'm not knocking it, but that's your level of what your woman is. So you're going to attract a woman who's going to listen to you based on your characteristics. Your women would not be attracted to me and me. That's why I wouldn't be attracted to them. We don't even resonate well, on the same be level. You would
0: good for a younger woman so you can guide her. You but the can't whole get thing is, I, woman.
1: you don't know that, bro. You, you're trying to judge my wife. You don't even know her. You're speaking down on something you don't even you don't even know. You have never said like that. Have a conversation. I how to talk to wife one day. That's you,
0: how I bring your wife. She's here. Wife? She's
1: here. She's writing and she's here. So you're speaking on a woman that you don't even know. Oh, that's your wife? Yeah. That's
0: amazing. I wish I'd known that we had on stage.
1: Yeah, she. she and so. She's not stubborn as an older woman. No, you—you've had some bad experiences, brother. That's the right. women you've been dealing with, man. I'm telling you, baby, the the women down there from Alabama, or no, wherever—it's <laughs> like I don't deal with women like that. It's just natural. The, them, them women that you talk about that are hard-headed, that get up and want to hit you upside the head with a black with a skillet, or you know, get mad because you 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 uh you know had a beer at the table. I don't deal with those no, women. No, that's
0: not what I'm saying. What, what you don't understand is there's a natural order to life, and as man need Christ to guide him. The woman needs the man because the way God created it. Otherwise, you can't, the women are not, women are, are very illogical. And so they need the man to bring
1: them you, out you, of that. You have, you, you're judging women pretty harshly, man. No, I'm just saying, it's not a judgment. No, no it it's is a, a judgment. It's because you're, right. you're saying it. And it's not a fact. Because you don't know every woman in the world. But You haven't sat down with every woman in the world and had a conversation to know where her mentality's at. So you're judging a, over a billion women right now. You're no. saying every woman is is, is, is cunning, every woman is sneaky. So what about every guy? Long, uh, sneaky, uh, d- uh, demanding. If they, if they have not
0: overcome their mothers, they are like a woman. They will be sneaky. But if they have overcome the mother, been born, returned to the father, they're gonna be logical. What's the difference between men and women?
1: Men and women are o- other
0: than body part. Is there a difference between yeah,
1: it's, it's a difference between as far as as, as certain things, as far as uh, aggression, as far as uh, leadership, as far as just uh, logic thinking. Women think more emotion; men think more of, of just uh, sense. Uh, as far as just re- uh, reacting, so but to say that every woman thinks a certain way, every man thinks a certain way. There's a lot of weak men out here, and there's a lot well, of men that think that they have power. Because they tell a woman what to do, these dudes is weak. I've seen a lot of dudes, that's how they get all their power from bossing their wife around. And these dudes can't put their hands up.
0: Let's go back to the difference. So number one, difference between a man and a woman is what?
1: You have a bunch of differences as far I know as... I you
0: just named a bunch of them. I want to kind of examine them a little bit. You said the, the, one of the differences is what?
1: The way the women, we way we think. We think differently.
0: And, and what do you mean by
1: that? The way we react to situations where a woman would act emotional, a man yeah. might act differently as far as how he would see the situation for for itself and not think out of like, uh, all, you know, out of um, doing something like a, what they say, uh, like a lot of guys act. oh, you're acting like a little female yeah. because you get all emotional instead of having a conversation without getting your feelings.
0: That's why a woman would need a man to help her to overcome that. And it, because men are more logical, not all men, not all men. Right. You're right. Those who have not overcome their mothers are illogical because they have the mother's mindset and her emotions. So that's why you must be born again to overcome the mother, and return to the father, return to the logical mind. That's one of the reasons that you need a father in the home so that he can guide you in a logical way rather than in an illogical, emotional way that a mother guides you because you become angry. You become just like your mother, so you take her, her identity.
1: Well, it, 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 but there's a two sides of that. If you don't have the right father in the household, your dad, right, your biological fa- father, could be garbage too. If he's abusive, if he has if he not he treats, overcome no, his mother, he, you're right. no, if, he, if he's abusive, treats, your, treats the woman wrong, cheats, and runs around, then he's setting the same example for his kids. And so, on the outside, it might look like a good family at a barbecue, but you go home, and that dude's a piece of garbage. You, um, that.
0: Because he's married to his mother, and because he has not overcome his mother, so you become attracted to what you hate, and every woman you get with is just like mama. So you end up becoming a boy, she becomes a mama, and men don't like that sometimes. Well, you're talking violent. about
1: like the baby boy syndrome. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's prevalent in a lot of single-family yeah. households, but you have a lot of men who have also been uh, very abusive to their wives, and they think that's a form of domination.
0: No, they're trying to survive. They're trying to deal with Mama because the woman they're
1: with is just like Mama. No, but I'm saying they had, they've had their dad too. I'm talking about cycles. Yeah. Even so it's not, nec- it's not necessary because he came from a single man Because this dad, right. this guy might have had two, g- three generations. He had a dad too. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things. A lot of guys hide behind the bottle. But
0: his father, his father could be with his mother and be in the home and everything, but gave up because he couldn't deal with the boy's mom. So he just mother. So he let the mother just ruin because. His father couldn't deal with the mother either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of scenarios.
0: I want to ask you about black lives. Oh, uh, let me ask, what is love?
1: Love is an emotion. What do you mean? It's the highest emotion. It's the strongest emotion when you, when you say you love somebody. Okay. Let me ask you about black lives matter and Antifa.
0: What do you think about them? Garbage. And, all this, uh, and what do you mean by that?
1: Just, just, just trying to disrupt the, the American government, you know, trying to disrupt our communities. It's, it's a false flag. Yeah. You know, anytime you would have somebody who they're about us is about destroying the hetero nu- the hetero nuclear household. Yeah. That means you don't want the, you, you're getting rid of the black man at the head of the household, but you're using a black man as your face, as your cause. Yeah, that's right. So
0: it's, it
1: it's, it's actually a false flag, but all the black men out there don't even know. They're wearing Black Lives Matter, but the women hate black men. Yeah. Those are women who basically say they want to destroy the heteronuclear household, and basically the black man is null and void.
0: They, uh, it was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians mm-hmm. who admit that they're bosses, who admit they don't like God, they don't like the nuclear family, they, they don't like the unborn children, they don't
1: uh, like capitalism, but yet the people out there listening to them, I can't believe that. It, it's just, man, they got money behind them. They got the money behind them, and a lot of people aren't really doing the research. I mean, they're not even... They're, they actually, actually, they're also conjuring spirits. They're into some really dark stuff. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I talked about yeah, that. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, I've read. It's, it's pretty sad, man. But that's how powerful they are. They're using this dark energy to kind of fulfill their, whatever they're trying to accomplish.
0: They have, a, I've
1: interviewed them before.
0: They walked out. They couldn't handle it. Um, do you believe in police brutality? No. Me either. No. They get away
1: with that too. I think they need a lot of reform.
0: Amazing. I, I wanted to... Um, what do you think about
1: this idea of defunding the police department? No, I know. A lot. I know some police. I think it's, they need better, better, uh, they need to put more money in as far as the education. And every com- so many months, bring them off and have a psychological evaluation, community training, more interaction with the community, learning. Like if you're working in certain environments, to know how to deal with the people in that neighborhood, you can't have people who aren't used to dealing with uh, certain groups or certain ethnic- ethnicities policing a community where you have all this animosity, you know, people don't understand. So, yeah. you know, you see somebody with dreads and that's not somebody you're used to being around and you automatically think criminal. You, you got to have better education with the police.
0: I noticed that the people who, the blacks who are being affected by the cops are the ones that are not obeying the orders yes. of the cop when they're yes. stopped. Dude. They're running. in there. Get on the ground. Yeah. I, I, I would
1: never cop grab me I'm gonna lay down me too, I'm, man. I'm not doing I'm not reaching for anything <laughs> I mean it doesn't even make sense I mean what do you what do you think is gonna happen yeah it doesn't even make Just listen yeah. get on the ground I see what put your hands that's it talk to them everything's cool go about your way I mean why would you do that
0: I know it makes crazy. no sense but the blacks are being encouraged to do that
1: too to not obey the cop yeah. and then yeah. when they get yeah. hurt they blame the cop rather yeah. than blame the well, black. The well, the media jumps all over it. Yeah. See, there's, there's if, if, if statistic-wise, more white people are shot by cops than yeah. blacks. Statistically, it's high, very high. Right. Every, they never show that, though. When a black guy just killed a white kid, the, the kid they, nobody even talked about it because right. it's not relevant, you know what I mean? So it's like we're not, we're getting such biased information. That's amazing. You're absolutely right, man. That's mind-blowing. You know you look like Mike Tyson. You should be a boxer. No. You ever consider no, that? No, man. I'd rather use my brains for something else.
0: i will take you down if you were boxing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw you move like, this is a big guy. That never thought about coming. No, nah, one ever. I was box. always on
1: some intellectual time. You know, my whole thing was, I, initially I wanted to be a Wall Street trader. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Watching Gordon Gekko on Wall Street was like one of my initial plans to become the next Michael Milken. That's amazing, yeah. man. Um, did, you, did you go to college? Uh, I went to college. And why did you become that? Um, just distractions, you know, no guidance. Like you said, not having that, that, that figure, that male mentor to keep me on track to kind of give me, cause I was just throwing, you know, I've had clothing lines before I was f- 16 years old. I've yeah. had businesses. I've, you know, I just never had the follow through because I never had anybody to say, Hey man, you're on the right track. or this is what you need to do? So I would just try different things before I tried anything illegal. I tried a lot of legal stuff, Yeah. but I didn't have the proper fo- the proper guidance. Yeah.
0: When I... Saw so you talking about it in your film, I understood that clearly. And that's what uh, is happening with a lot of, especially black men today. They don't have that example in the home. Because for me, my father was into business. My grandfather ran a business. It was just in me, you know, to do that. So You've seen when, it. when I it: So you up, see it, it I, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense when you grow
1: up around it. You know, when you don't have anybody, like, you're trying to start a business and everybody else is working, they're saying, quit wasting your time, go get a job.
0: I noticed that most, be- you're right about that. So hopefully you can teach guys how to do that, man.
1: I, I've been working on it, man. I, I want to build it, you know, get these kids born into trades and welding. I told these guys, you know, take welding for 18 months. You get out make 50, 80 bucks an hour. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: I wish that they would bring back those uh, trade schools. Yeah. Instead yeah. of pushing college all the time, it, they should be pushing And going back. into debt. Yeah. You
1: know, you get your trade school, you learn to work on a car. I mean, you, you know, you got a job for life. You were talking about today's men, especially young men, how they so beta.
0: You went into a high school, you see the girls pushing the guys around and 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 telling them what to do, and the guys are doing it. Uh, why are most men today beta males instead of alpha?
1: It's been conditioned, man. It's, it's it's through media, it's through design, as far as what's going on with the society in general. You know what? Uh, if you look at just. Um, the, the activity to kids, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't we we played tackle football. We we go box each other. We do all these outdoor activities. Yeah. You go out skateboard, BMX. You don't see That's kids right. doing any of that. Yeah. You know, what I mean, none of these kids. I mean, now everything's. On social media, so you got to take a picture, it's a like, it's, it's video games, you know. And we had Coleco and Artari, but we were physical kids, you know. And, and that was part of it being, you know, a man playing, you know, being active like yeah. a young boy. And you had, you know, kids don't strive for that. Some kids do in certain households where it's more maybe, uh, you know, military or more uh, where the father's there and he's, he's more like taking his kid to football, but a lot of kids They've just become really feminized, you know, yeah. and, and even look at the hip-hop industry, yeah. you know. It's a lot of stuff that they pump out there, and, and, and it's just start, just gradually you see the shift, you know, and just this whole push for different things. And I think a lot of it's in the food, too. Yeah.
0: When I was growing up in Alabama, I used to go hunting. i do tractors. I, I got my first rifle at 15. Uh, I fell out of, I used to climb trees and fall out the street, you know, just boy stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't have that
1: anymore. No, 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 no. Playing karate, we kick each other, yeah. wrestle. I mean, all <laughs> that stuff. You do that now, somebody's parents going to try to sue you.
0: Yeah. Isn't you it know? crazy?
1: It's it's a different time, man, and it's a perfect time for what they're doing because there's no men to stand up. Yeah. You know, it's not like kids growing up in my age or your era where they had a sense of self and they knew who they were. These kids have no identity. Yeah. That's so they'll right. fall for anything.
0: That's why they got. we got to return them to the fathers, too. I, um, it's time for me to put my guests in the hot seat, folks. I got to heat this up. So I got to put you in the hot seat. We're running out of time. And I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> the Hot Seat. True or false? Real men make boys first. True. Will Trump presidency destroy fake news media?
1: Hopefully. True.
0: Are people born gay or do they become that way? They're not born gay. Should women be in politics? Yes. Is Joe Biden mentally fit to be president? No. Is uh, premarital sex harmful to a woman's spirit? No. Do most black people hate white people?
1: I say, yeah, a lot.
0: Should women submit to their husbands? Uh, Yeah. Is abortion evil? Yes. When talking to a transgender, do you call them by their preferred pronoun?
1: Uh, I guess whatever their preferred is. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to too many. <laughs> and do you love the great white hope? Do I love Trump? Uh-huh. Um, I'm a fan. Did you have fun? I enjoyed it.
0: Thank you, man. I'm
1: glad you came out. Oh yeah, busy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, like I said, I don't, I don't mind getting, getting deep into topics, man. That's my thing. <laughs> I
0: can tell I saw that <laughs> in your video. Yeah. So tell the folks whatever you want to promote here, how to get your videos,
1: whatever. Um, you can go to YouTube, kirk BigHirk916, 916 BigKirk916.com, Fresh Out series, and Fresh Out on YouTube. Follow us, support, and uh, represent. Amazing. You should go into boxing, man. I think you'll do well. Oh man, I'm, I'm too old to be boxing now. How old are you now? 47. That's not old. Yeah,
0: yeah, That's if just... you get hit
1: upside the head. <laughs> I'd rather be the promoter. You make all the money. There you go. Yeah, yeah, don't I,
0: I like that about your video. I saw your business mind in your video. I'm like, wow, it was nice to see it. I hope that you can, if you're not already doing it, that you really get me, because you do have a business mindset. Thank you. And we need more of that. Yeah.
1: Especially in the black community. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share, ring the bell, and check out our merch. Amazing merch on the T V. And don't forget to let me hear from you, support Patreon and all of that. Thank you so much for next time on The Fallen State. So what does it feel like being a male who gossip?
1: It feels fucking great because I'm getting paid. How old are you? I'm 21 years old.
0: Your generation,
1: are they all stressed out or something? Yeah. A lot of us need video content to stimulate our minds. I literally loathe Obama. He's so fake. There's no way in hell I'm voting for Biden. He likes to sniff kids. You're
0: young, you have a lot of money, (laughs) you're handsome. Why don't you date? I'm just disgusted by the human body.
1: (laughs) Let's put it this way. I believe that there are strong women out there who are- You've never
0: seen one. Oprah Winfrey.
1: <laughs> so many fucking labels, man. I'm like, right I can't up. keep up. You're a part
0: of LGBTQTA. That's as far as I'll go. You take out your eight.
1: And just be an individual? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Watching The Fallen State. We need your continued support. Donate to my nonprofit here. Subscribe and like the videos here. And tell everybody and their mama about the show.
1: I knew it would be though, cause I saw your videos. Huh? Yeah, a couple people, like I said, they told me to come on here. Okay. All right, be careful
0: stepping
1: under. Oh yeah. So you said the uh, the walked out on you, huh? Yeah.